Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. How are you doing today? Well, first of all, uh, we did have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and um, I hope everyone had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. And, and of course, now we're, we're into uh, the throes of uh, Black Friday and Black Saturday and Black Sunday. And I, I, mean, that, I mean, obviously, this uh, is the official kickoff of Christmas. <laughs> you know, the folks that start Christmas uh, the day after Halloween, uh, I, I just have difficulty with that because, uh, uh, frankly, um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And, and the, the ability to get together with, with family uh, is so special. And of course, um, there is no expectation of gift giving and uh, uh, elation or disappointment <laughs> or those kind of things. It's just a matter of being with family, being with friends, because there are lots of folks out there that are doing Friendsgiving uh, as well. Uh, but uh, there's so much uh, for us to be thankful for. I mean, the, the fact is, when we look around the world and see the, the turmoil and uh, war-torn communities and, uh, and countries, uh, we see what uh, uh, has gone on in Ukraine, uh, which has been so difficult uh, for the Ukrainians, uh, as well as what's happened in the Middle East and Israel and uh, and, and the Palestinian areas um, uh, and the like. I mean, people are suffering, uh, and uh, and they're cold, and they're hungry, and uh, and the like, um, which is not true here. Uh, I mean, there's food on our table. There's uh, heat in our uh, houses. Uh, yeah, um, there's gas in our cars. <laughs> we, uh, you know, the fact is, is that uh, we are so blessed in, in this country, uh, and everything's headed in the right direction. Uh, inflation has subsided. Uh, the economy is stronger than ever. Uh, uh, profits are high, employment is high, unemployment is extremely low. Uh, I, I mean, if you want a job, there's a job out there for you. Uh, I mean, the fact is, is, is that um, uh, we are so fortunate in, in this country. We're extraordinarily uh, blessed. Uh, and, you know, uh, Thanksgiving is a, a time where we... Uh, stop uh, at least for a few minutes and hopefully hold hands with family and friends and and be able to thank uh, us for our family, for our friends, and for the blessings that uh, we we share. It's just, uh, it's a wonderful time of year. It really is. Uh, now, with that said, I mean, um, uh, th this is also a time, you know, where we 
uh, do, in fact, anticipate getting together again uh, for Christmas. And um, uh, while my family is certainly not one to um, uh, start the preparations after Halloween, uh, now that Thanksgiving is, has come and gone, um, uh, yes, uh, I plan to go get the Christmas tree today. <laughs> and it will start going up. I mean, I, you know, for us, uh, getting the Christmas tree um, ready uh, is not a one-day thing. It, you know, I know it is in some households, but for us, uh, we're a little slower, I guess, than some in terms of having to, to get the tree up and trimmed and, and all of that good stuff. But, of course, that's a, a fun thing to do. But... Uh, with that said, I do hope uh, that folks will take the time uh, as we're eating leftovers, because uh, we should be doing that all weekend, <laughs> um, that, uh, you know, th this is the time of year where um, most families do get together at least once, if not twice. Uh, and it, it gives us an opportunity not only to have fun, but to observe and to talk with each other uh, about things that might be important all year long. And what I'm really getting at uh, is that for those of us who have aging parents or grandparents, uh, it is an opportunity uh, when we visit um, to observe. And, to, uh, you know, for a lot of families, when we don't see people every day, uh, we really are pretty good at observing the changes that occur uh, in our uh, loved ones uh, on a year-to-year -year basis. And the fact is, is that we should be observant and we should ask the questions and we should talk w with folks uh, about how things are um, in, a, in a truthful way. One of the things that uh, I, I, t I, I counsel folks with when we're, we're talking about um, uh, seniors is the fact that they uh, intentionally lie to their doctor, you know. And, and in other words, they typically, when the doctor says, uh, "How you doing, Mabel?" Uh, Mabel's going to say, "I'm fine. I do great. I can, you know, it's I don't have limitations. I can dress myself. I can bathe myself. I can feed myself. I can do everything. I don't need anybody's help." When the fact is, is that Mabel needs uh, a good bit of assistance, but she doesn't want anybody to know it, uh, or at least she doesn't want her doctor to know it. Uh, she, she, why? Is because we value our independence. We value our decision making. We got, we value our control. And the fact is, is for the young people who are saying, well, what, you know, why shouldn't uh, you know I be able to step in and, and help out? The fact is, is that uh, when you get to be older, you'll be just like <laughs> your parents and grandparents, and not want somebody else uh, to be taking over uh, things for you because 
we value our independence and control. But And so the discussions that I'm talking about need to be conducted in a very positive way. And it's like, uh, uh, Mabel, what, uh, what uh, are you trying to do? What, what do you want? What are your goals? Uh, how do you see that happening? Uh, and so the conversation needs to stay in a very positive uh, vein. How can I or how can we help you do what you're trying to do. In other words, what what's what can we do? And it's not uh, you're losing it, and we need to take over. That's that is the absolute wrong way to <laughs> to approach these kinds of things. Um, uh, there, there is a lot of psychology with it, and so uh, this doesn't sound very legal, does it? But the, <laughs> but the fact is that uh, you you want your loved ones to embrace your help uh, and it's a perception if they perceive that you're uh, there to help them stay independent and stay in control and and can do some things for them that assist in that way then you're that's a real positive thing but the fact is is that um, uh, Oftentimes, it's encouragement to get things done. Uh, we procrastinate. Uh, I mean, all of us do. And don't tell us, don't don't tell me that you don't, because I have the same problem. I procrastinate too. But the fact is, is that uh, there are lots of folks that need good legal advice. They need good legal documents. Uh, hopefully, they're getting good financial advice as well. Uh, the fact is, is that um, uh, some folks try to do too much themselves, do-it-yourselfers, you will, and, and, and I tend to be one of those, too. So I, I know all of these uh, pitfalls <laughs> from personal experience and how much better we can do uh, with, with good advice. But th- this is the, t- the time of year. Uh, where it becomes obvious uh, in in so many cases where these discussions need to take place. And if you're not having these discussions, um, you're losing an opportunity because the fact is when you go home, you're not going to have this conversation over the telephone. These are conversations that you need to have face-to-face and in a very positive and warm environment. And this weekend, uh, you know, if you haven't had it already, you still have today and tomorrow uh, or whatever time you have before you have to go home. (laughs) So, you know, uh, over leftovers, take the time uh, to uh, enjoy, not only enjoy each other, but, but to have some of these very positive conversations. Those conversations really go a long way, and you know the the timing doesn't necessarily have to go according to what you have in your head. You know, at least just starting the discussion, understanding the goals of your loved ones, as you said, Bill, that that can help set the table and help sort of set the lay the groundwork uh, for having this important discussion and hopefully moving forward with protecting ourselves and our loved ones in a way that makes sense. So. 
have those conversations. And also, if you happen to need the advice and assistance of an elder law attorney, get a hold of W.G. Alexander and Associates. You can do that by going to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com, or calling 919-256-7000, You may also be interested in attending one of their free webinars that happen the second Wednesday of every month. The next set of webinars is happening on Wednesday, December 13th. You can learn more about long-term care assistance. This deals with financial assistance for those dealing with the extravagant costs of long-term care. You can learn about Medicaid, VA benefits, and all forms of financial assistance that most middle-class families are able to uh, receive. You can go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. There's also a webinar dedicated to asset protection and trust planning. WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about Bill and W.G. Alexander and Associates at WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, last segment you mentioned procrastination and how we're all guilty of it. I think those of us who enjoy this program and your words of wisdom, we all kind of nod along, but hopefully after the hour is over, we, we actually... <laughs> do something with this information because I have a feeling I, I'm guilty of it too, that um, sometimes we just say, oh, that's good to know, but we, we don't quite put it into action. Uh, well, no, no question about it. And so um, the, the thing about asset protection, if you get right down to it, is that, and anyone who has uh, attended a webinar or a seminar that we've conducted on asset protection, one of the things that I've emphasized uh, is that procrastination is your enemy with asset protection. It's the kind of thing that uh, by getting in place the things that need to be in place while life is good and the sky is blue uh, is imperative in terms of a good asset protection plan. Uh, and I, I talk about the fact that uh, liability insurance uh, and adequate insurance that covers your primary risks are uh, is always the cornerstone of a good asset protection plan. But uh, and having the right kind of legal documents and and the thing. But the fact is, is that m- most people don't like the idea of having to make an appointment with a lawyer uh, to, to have uh, good legal documents uh, drawn. You know, hopefully you're, you're, you're forced to have the insurance in place. I hope you do. And that if you have a good insurance advisor, you're going to have adequate uh, 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 liability 
coverage. But, you know, the next step is having the right kind of legal documents in place to, to cover your backside, if you will. And that that's important. But the, I, I want to, to stay on the procrastination side uh, for a little while and, and get off of, uh, of the asset protection side because I wanted to share with folks what, what uh, I'm doing uh, right now. Uh, and it just goes to show you that I'm as guilty as you are when it comes to procrastination. And, and quite frankly, um, it, uh, we're doing it in my office. And, and of course, uh, so I wanted to mention uh, that uh, I have hired Barbara Hemphill and if, uh, to help me uh, and to help our office uh, to become more efficient. And, and the first step in that is uh, to declutter uh, what, what we have. Uh, and don't tell me you don't have any clutter. I mean, the fact is we, uh, I, I mean, you should never say always and you should never say never. But the fact is, is that it's pretty darn rare. Uh, and unless somebody is just OCD, uh, where they keep everything pristine, perfect, know where everything is, uh, have everything organized, and everything's clean as a whistle all the time. Uh, you know, there are a f- there are a few angels out there who actually do that, and then then there's the rest of us. <laughs> okay. And so uh, I would I'd say we're very fortunate in this area because Barbara Hempel is um, she's well known uh, nationally and internationally, and she has a number of books, uh, Taming the Paper Tiger. At one time, she was named as the Tiger Lady, uh, uh, and uh, she has a number of books on uh, decluttering. But it's not just about paper. It's also uh, about emails and all of the things like that. Uh, but but any office uh, tip, typically uh, will have... Uh, uh, boxes and reams of, of things that nobody wants to go through. Uh, and it, it's like, okay, how, how do we clean this mess up? But the fact is, is that uh, it, you can take the position that nobody's going to take the time to, to do that. And, and you can do the same thing in your office. You can do the same thing in your, in your home. But by not, I mean, it really cost you time and money and space not to declutter. I mean, because the more stuff that you put away, then your attic fills up. And then after your attic, uh, the spare bedroom fills up. And uh, when I say that I'm just as guilty as you are, I have to admit that I still have stuff from my mother who died in 2008 in my spare bedroom in my home. <laughs> and now, you know, and that goes in, that, that takes me into a different uh, tangent because I've always said that the hardest part of, of taking care of an estate when a person dies is dealing with the house, going through all the stuff. 
Uh, and the fact is, is that you know what slows us down so much are the memories and the emotions. Uh, and it's, it, it's like, because everything you pick up has a memory to it. Uh, and so it's like, how do I get rid of or throw away something that has so much in it? Uh, it, it's really hard. And guess what? When, when, when that happens and it happens to all of us, it takes 10 times longer to clean out a house because of all of the memories and emotions that you go through. I mean, so that really and truly the only way to get it done is to hire some, somebody else who doesn't have the emotional attachment Make sure the valuable stuff is taken out, but uh, but, but then have, um, uh, you know, and, and typically with furniture now, if the grandchildren don't want it, it's going to have to go to Habitat or Goodwill <laughs> or Salvation Army uh, because uh, the fact is, is that uh, the grandchildren don't even want most of the furniture and furnishings, and your spouse certainly doesn't want it. Your house is full. You know, so it's, um, you know, and all those valuable antiques, um, oftentimes the grandchildren don't value them and they don't want them. They're too big for the small spaces that they live in. And so it really gets, uh, it, it gets difficult. But but I will say it's really nice to have Barbara Hempel in the Raleigh area. This is where she lives. And so for businesses or homes that need help decluttering, she's the expert. And I would say, and she's helping us right now at my office. But at the same time, the principles that she is teaching us and the habits that she is teaching us, um, I can take them home uh, and use them to um, go through that spare bedroom and basically uh, when I finish I'll have a spare bedroom again <laughs> so you know that's pretty cool if you think about it but it's the kind of thing where a knowing and it's like one of her mantras is um, uh, a clutter is a decision delayed in other words you just haven't decided what to do with it and it piles up, and the higher it piles up, the harder it is to go through it and get rid of it. So, or to, or to do whatever it is that you need to do. And and I I find that because in my office we are fairly efficient already, so I'm trying to get better. Uh, now at home, I, I have more problems at home with this kind of stuff than I have at the office. But at the same time. My staff is probably laughing like crazy when I say we don't have as big a problem because I have rooms upstairs in my office that are filled with boxes of old files that need to be pitched. Uh, and so uh, part of, of the process that I'm going through right now is to uh, get the main stuff done, that's the stuff downstairs, um, so that it's scanned and tossed or stand, scanned and filed. But we scan everything in, in our office, so we still keep, keep it available to us because uh, we don't want to lose that kind of thing. For And, of course, our, everything we have is backed up triple. Uh, we have to do that as a law firm, those, those kinds of things. 
but but at the same time, I have files from 30 years ago because uh, I've been practicing law for 47 years uh, plus. So uh, I've got a, a box reams of stuff before before scanning, if you will, but stuff that just needs to be tossed. But nobody in this office is going to do that for fear that they'll throw out something that will upset me. <laughs> so guess what? I have to be part of this solution. I can't just say, y'all go do this. That that doesn't work um, at, at all. And it doesn't work for anybody. So, I mean, decluttering starts at the top. And so, in, in essence, I have to admit that I am 75% of the problem. Uh, in other words, I got to get my act together so that other folks will follow in my footsteps and, in essence, uh, declutter what they can declutter with, without fear, if you will. And that, and, and by doing that, uh, if I do my job of decluttering, uh, then when we finish, we'll be 90% there. But the fact is, we can't go back and keep doing what we used to do. I mean, that's, um, you know, the fact is, is if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you get the same result. So, uh, you know, part of it is we got to change. At least it's, it's not what you want to do. It's not what you should do. It's what will you do? What are you willing to do? And sometimes it can be simple, but you got to change a few habits, if you will, and and it, not put off those decisions so that things pile up on your desk or wherever. And you know, uh, Barbara is extraordinarily good at making it easier. Uh, because it's like a lot of other things. Sometimes the solutions are pretty simple and, and it's right in front of you. But unless somebody can objectively point it out to you, then, you, you know, sometimes it, it, it's just that expert advice that can get you where you need to go. And, you, you know, they didn't teach me in... Um, law school, anything about clutter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I would encourage uh, all of us, uh, unless you're that angel that I referred to that is so rare, uh, who doesn't have these, these issues, uh, but I, I would imagine that about 99.9% of us has at least a little bit of these issues, and there's a bunch of us who have this is a huge issue that we just need to to uh, take the time. And if you and if you need help, uh, I will tell you, having worked with Barbara Hemphill, that that she and she has did not pay me to say this, guys. I mean, this is I am genuinely impressed with this lady. Uh, so I, I would tell you, if, if you need uh, some good advice on how to get this done, she's the best in the business, So uh, and, she's, and she's local. So uh, anyway, I would, I would give her a, a thumbs up. <laughs> 
Well, starting the ball rolling is really the hardest part, and having that self-realization that it, it starts with you and ending procrastination is always difficult, but we are entering that time of year where maybe it gets a little bit easier. We can make a resolution, and if one of those things that you've been procrastinating on is speaking with an elder law attorney or learning more about long-term care assistance or asset protection and trust planning, well, we've got an easy way for you to solve that. You can go to WGALaw.com. There you can click on the seminars button if you would like to register for any of the free webinars by WG Alexander and Associates. Learn more about long-term care assistance or asset protection and trust planning. Just go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander you can go to wgalaw.com to learn about the free webinars put on by wg alexander and associates you can click on the seminars button at the top of the page from there you can register for their morning webinar happening on wednesday december 13th which covers long-term care assistance this is critical information for anyone themselves or a loved one dealing with a long-term care crisis. This is information about financial assistance available for those dealing with the extravagant costs related to long-term care. You can learn about Medicaid, VA benefits, and all forms of assistance that most middle-class families are able to attain. You can go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button. It's free to register, free to attend. There's absolutely no cost associated with these webinars. It's just a wonderful chance for you to have an educational session with some of the pros at WG Alexander and Associates. Again, WGALaw.com is where you want to go. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we were just having a discussion related to procrastination and legal documents are something that I, I think in the Venn diagram of procrastination and legal documents, there's, there's certainly some overlap there. Oh, no question about it. And in fact, we're really talking about uh, asset protection because the fact is, is that we work all our lives. Hopefully we own our house in retirement. Uh, It's debt free. uh, And we have uh, a, a nice nest egg to fall back on and we have good retirement income as well. I mean, that's what we work toward. Uh, and and we don't want to lose it. We we realize that we we depend on those things, uh, and, and those what we have are our blessings. I mean, yes, our family is the most important thing to us, no question about that. Far more important than assets uh, and the like. But the fact is, is that. Uh, uh, to have the opportunities to enjoy Thanksgiving, 
is is to be bring the family together. But to bring the family together, you have to have a place uh, to do it. And normally that's in our nice warm home next to the fireplace and the dining room table or the breakfast room table or what whatever it is where uh, we, we have a comfortable place uh, to live and enough money to go to the grocery store and, and uh, have a feast, if you will. So, but, but the fact is, is that uh, most of us have been blessed and that we have uh, property that w- we want to protect for ourselves and hopefully to leave a legacy to our children and, and grandchildren. Um, and some of us uh, have a bigger legacy than others, but uh, whatever we have is important to us. And so many people are um, legitimately concerned about, okay, how do I protect what I have? And for some folks, it's how do I protect my farm or how do I protect my home? Um, but it, it really is a broader question of, of how do I protect everything? And so, of course, as you know, our uh, my afternoon webinars, uh, second Wednesday of each month, uh, is about asset protection and and how, what are the best ways that we think about. And uh, as I've already mentioned, the foundation of any asset protection plan is having adequate liability insurance uh, to protect us from known risks. Uh, that we partake in. And, of course, for most of us who are retired, the, the biggest risk that we have is driving a motor vehicle. Uh, and we know about um, having insurance on our vehicles, and we know about having insurance on our homes and things like that that protects us from a catastrophic house fire or a tornado or whatever. Uh, and, of course, um, that is important uh, for us. And I don't want to focus, you know, I, I do talk about the type of insurance that people should have, um, but I want to go to the next level. After we put the insurance in place, uh, what's the next step? And the next step, of course, is the one that's self-serving for me, and that is uh, folks need to have good legal documents. And so, uh, you know, there are folks that say, well, I want to keep it simple. I I want simple. I want what I can fully understand. And and I get that. And sometimes simple is fine. But the fact is, sometimes simple is not as good as what you should have. And so, the more property you have, the more complicated your family situation is that uh, sometimes you need uh, documents, legal documents, that are not necessarily simple. Why? Because, number one, you want asset protection. And asset protection for a lot of folks is we don't like taxes. We, don't, we want to pay the least amount of tax that we can legally pay. Um, so what can we do to avoid taxation? And taxation obviously includes income tax, gift tax, estate tax, generation skipping tax. 
But for most folks, it has to do with income tax and estate tax. And guess what? Good financial planning can and good legal planning can reduce income tax. And in fact, I try to give most all of my clients good income tax uh, advice to reduce their income tax. You know, sometimes uh, just a little bit of advice that I'm able to give folks uh, is far more valuable than the cost of of all of our legal advice and the documents that I give folks because taxation can take it away. And, of course, the other thing is, okay, taxes is, uh, uh, is a big item, but the question is we also want to protect ourselves from other risks from creditors, from bad contracts, from sales that go bad, and, you know, all of the other things that can befall us. And so having the right kind of documents. Now, I will tell you, from my perspective, all of us uh, need to have six basic documents. We need to have a last will and testament. We need to have a general durable power of attorney. We need to have a health care power of attorney, an advanced directive for natural death, sometimes called a living will, a medical release for HIPAA compliance, and a digital release. So those are six documents that all of us should have. Now, some of those documents can be relatively simple, but they, the fact is, is that um, whether your will uh, should be simple or, or not actually depends on your situation. But even within the simple, uh, there is a, a legal document that's better. I mean, for in, and I will tell you, in most instances, if you go to a lawyer, uh, you're going to get legal documents that um, uh, are legal. In other words, they're, they're effective. But the question is, are they as good as what you should have? And that's where, uh, you know, so it's oftentimes you get what you pay for. And, you know, there are folks that say, well, I'm, I'm going to use this um, uh, 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 book and copy it out of this book, or I'm going to use this software and do my own. Uh, well, you know, uh, folks who represent themselves have a fool for a client, <laughs> you know. And uh, the, the, the fact is, is that one of the things I say so often is you don't know what you don't know. And if you're trying to do things yourself, you might end up with a document that actually is effective, but it's, it's not what you need. It's not what you w- really want to have. Uh, and when it comes uh, uh, to a will, that is so often true. So I, I talk frequently about the inadequacy of most general durable powers of attorney. Um, uh, and uh, but I, in fact, I, I just uh, reviewed uh, a power, powers of attorney that somebody had done for themselves. Uh, they actually had it done in a, another state, but they used a book. And and the bottom line is, it it was in North Carolina, it didn't work. 
I, I mean, uh, the in other words, it w was not a legal document. It was not effective, could not be used. Why? Because it had not been notarized. It had been witnessed, but not notarized. Well, that is not going to work in North Carolina. I've, I've, uh, I have seen lots of situations where documents come from other states where uh, they're just not effective in North Carolina. I mean, I've, I've seen it, uh, for instance, with health care powers of attorney, which normally would, would, should be effective, but they don't meet the North Carolina standard of having witnesses that, that are not family members or witnesses that, that don't work for the health institution uh, that's involved. Uh, and if you have a document that doesn't say that it's there, no one on this document uh, is a relative and no one works for that institution, that, those kind of things, then it's not going to be an effective document. Or it doesn't have witnesses, or it's not notarized, or there, there are lots of reasons like that. But now if you go to a lawyer, you're likely to get a document that's effective. Uh, I've, uh, but are they good documents? And so I, I want to talk about some of the differences between what you should really look for in those documents. We may want simple, and I think we envision things ending simply a simple, quick end to our life and our families being able to move forward. But oftentimes things can be a lot more complex than that, and that's why it is so key that you speak with an elder law attorney to make sure that, uh, as you said, Bill, you don't know what you don't know. And having those gaps filled in really does go a long way to make sure that you have documents that are doing exactly what you attend, intend. The worst scenario is that you, you think your documents are doing one thing and they actually can't perform what you need them to. So if you would like to get a hold of an elder law attorney, you can go to WGALaw.com and speak with the folks at WG Alexander and Associates. You can also call the office. The phone number is 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be right back. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more at WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong. We're here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we're talking about legal documents and asset protection. Well, Jason, I have to admit that I didn't realize that I just talked too much this morning. And I'm not going to have time to finish this because there's a lot to talk about. But I'll give you a hint of what we'll start with next next week. And that is uh, a will. For instance, some folks will say, well, I have a simple situation. I just need a simple will, everything to my wife or, or husband, and then equally to our children. But the fact is, a good will, as opposed to one that just is simple or effective and works, is one where the, the lawyer has made sure that contingencies are covered. In other words, what if your spouse has died or one of your children has died with grandchildren? And so does your will say what to do? Because I've, I've seen lots of wills that say everything to my wife 
or, or everything to my spouse and then equally to my children. But it doesn't say what to do if one of the children dies. And, and uh, you know, that's important because contingencies happen. And when, you know, if you, your will should take through all of this contingency, if a child dies with children, then is there a, a, a trust for those grandchildren rather than the, the kids getting everything at 18? That, that's a terrible plan. Or what if one of the grandchildren is a special needs child or disabled otherwise or has uh, or is a spendthrift or uh, is addicted? Does your, does your will cover that? Or what happens if uh, a child dies without children? Does, does everything go to the other children or to the spouse or where it happens to it? So the fact is, a good will is going to cover those contingencies. And there's more that I can talk about, Wills, but Jason's cutting me off. <laughs> I'm just cutting you off to remind everyone that you can set up some time to speak with the folks at WG Alexander and Associates. Speak with an elder law attorney to make sure that you understand these contingencies that could happen and make sure that your planning is done correctly. Go to WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be right back. been listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Register for the free webinars happening Wednesday, December 13th. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page to learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, VA benefits, as well as asset protection and trust planning. It's free to do so, so go do it. There's no harm in it, and you can learn a whole lot about these subjects. That'll do it for us today. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.